Hey, it's Corey in the Morning Sports Desk. Uh, Before we get into this, just some apologies, some audio and technical difficulties throughout this episode. So it's not going to be the easiest thing you've ever listened to, but uh, you're going to hear some great things, especially from WDC Activities Director Norm Gallant. Thanks for dealing with them. Let's get right into it. The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and WadenaRadio.com. Okay, this is the Morning Sports Desk for February 2nd, and we kick things right off with our activities director check-in, and Wadena Deer Creek AD, Norm Gallant. Norm, thanks for doing this once again. You bet. This is a neat, uh, neat way you're doing it. Yeah, hopefully, uh, um, you know, there's always jokes about faces for radio and things like that, and <laughs> and I'm, I try to avoid them as often as possible, but that's because we're never on camera, and then all of a sudden you stick a camera in front of our face, and my wife's telling me I need to shave, I realize she's probably not wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> looking at the two guys on here, I mean, we're probably going to get extra clicks and stuff just being this good looking. That's, I mean, I think people are lucky it's not warmer outside and we weren't in our summer gear, you know? True. true. <laughs> Say, uh, uh, Norm, a lot of stuff happening at Wadena Deer Creek right now. I know you're hosting a lot of things. We're getting into that section time of year, uh, postseason play, whatever it is you want to call it. Uh, let's start with dance. I know that gym's going to be rocking this weekend. Yeah, we've done dance now, I think, since 2011 was the first year we've had it so we've had it over a decade and yeah our gym will be packed tomorrow uh doors will open tomorrow at 10 45 and if you've never been to a dance competition i mean we host a lot of things i've been to you know state wrestling you you name it i've been to it and there is nothing quite like dance it's uh it's quite an experience and uh at 10 45 tomorrow i know we will have people lined up pretty near to verndale <laughs> and they'll come in and run in and get their spots and uh kind of sit around till noon when when everything starts and for 15 minutes it is as crazy as you've ever seen anything as people stream in and then uh they're loud they're proud they're excited and it's it's really a neat neat environment um you know, you, we host all kinds of section things, and this is the only one where people come in with face paint. They come in with weird outfits. It's mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's quite a deal, and of course, the dancing is phenomenal. I mean, I, the girls that dance, um, they don't get the credit for the athletes that they are because it's it's quite a quite a spectacle. Isn't it? I, I'm always fascinated by, I've been lucky like you, you just take in a lot of different um, activities uh, in my life. And each one cert- just brings a different atmosphere. And it's oftentimes, it's the same parents and friends who are attending all these things. It just doesn't matter. If you go to state wrestling, there's a vibe in that arena. And it's different, even though it's the same arena and same f- friends and family, when you go to state volleyball in that same spot. Or you go to state softball. There's just a, an atmosphere around that. And um, uh, my sister was in dance for years and years and years. And you're right. There's nothing quite like yeah. being in a place where everybody's there to watch dance. It's incredible. It is. It's it's really fun, actually. Um, so, yeah, we'll have... Uh... The gym will be packed for three hours tomorrow. Um, awards will be about three o'clock, and you can see high kick, you can see jazz, 
Uh, there'll be a thousand people in Wadena tomorrow eating at the local restaurants and shopping at the local stores. So uh, it's really great for our community and, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Also, uh, this weekend, the Wadena Deer Creek One Act advanced to the um, sections. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I know uh, they were they runners up in the, I guess, subsection meet this past weekend. Yeah, we got to host the uh, subsection 22 uh, one act and Wadena Deer Creek was second to a great Bertha Hewitt play. They were mm -hmm. awesome. And um, we had six plays here, all of which were, were really good. We had uh, Bertha Hewitt, Wadena Deer Creek, Burndale, uh, Sabika, Pequot Lakes, and Parker's Prairie. And uh, just a great day of play. So we advanced as a section runner or subsection runner up. Sections are at Holly. Wadena Deer Creek will perform tomorrow at 1030. Those are free events. So if you want to go over and watch some excellent plays, um, you know, head on over to Holly tomorrow and you can take in the whole day if you'd like to. I'm gonna mention this also. I was I was lucky enough when I was growing up. I I was able to do a lot of things. I didn't go to a big school, a school about the the size of Wadena Deer Creek. And what's cool about those opportunities is you get to play sports if you want. You get to be in the fine arts stuff if you want. There's there's not just one place for one for for you. Um, but one of the things that is definitely true as someone who really appreciates the fine arts is not everyone who participates in the fine arts is an athlete right and a lot of those fine arts kids oftentimes have to show up to those athletic events because it's pep band or they're going to sing the choir's going to sing and it, the tables don't get turned very often where everyone else gets to go see them there's just not as many opportunities uh things like that but as someone who loved the fine arts it's really great to have people in the audience it just doesn't happen very often Yes, 100%. That's been a really cool thing that's happened over the years here. Um, you know, we, we've got, we've made it so that some of our athletes can participate in the fine arts because a lot of times that that's almost impossible with practice schedules. So our coaches have been awesome to allow that because, I mean, you look at last Saturday, for instance, I saw uh, CJ's brother, uh, he was one of the leads in the Bertha Hewitt play, and he's also one of their better basketball players. Um, I, Becca Pouliou, the great uh, volleyball coach from up in, in Sabika, she was a, a one-act director up there, and her daughters were in it, and some of their basketball team and, and things like that. And um, it, it's just nice to see that. And then we've been able to put on the play to our student body, and then um, – you know, have it a couple nights before and yeah, the kids show up, they come after practice and it's a full auditorium and it just, I, I agree with you. We don't, we don't celebrate the fine arts probably as much as we should. So it's great when they get that recognition and people see how great they truly are. Um, I, looking ahead on the schedule, Norm, uh, we're now just a little over a week out from, from section wrestling. I know you're hosting. Let's talk about uh, that hosting, and then we can move into and talk about uh, the Wolverine Wrestling Club. That section wrestling, hectic again like crazy, right? It is, and we're very fortunate. Again, we've, we've hosted section wrestling. I've been here since 98, and I know we've had it. Since 2011, we've had it every year except for the COVID year and one other year. 
Um, we had it probably six, seven times prior to that. So we've done it a lot. Um, we've got a great wrestling club, a great wrestling community. Um, you know, the interesting thing this year is it's going to be Friday nights. So February 16th, the top eight teams from Section 6A will will uh, come to Wadena and we'll wrestle it out to, to get a team champion. Um, the eight and nine seed will wrestle on February 13th at the high seed. So wrestling will start at 3.30, and I anticipate being done 9.30, 10 o'clock on Friday the 16th. And then the following weekend, we'll do the, do it all over again right here in Wadena with, uh, with the individuals. So that'll start at 2 o'clock. And again, I, I see us getting out of here probably, it'll probably be after 10. But the nice thing for the wrestlers, for the coaches, and really for the fans is uh, you're not shooting another Saturday. Um, those get to be pretty precious. And especially yeah. with wrestling, uh, wrestling's one of those sports. I always say it's probably the heaviest sport that we have on Saturdays. So it's nice to give those athletes the full weekend, uh, those coaches some time with their families. Um, yeah, it gets to be a little bit late on a Friday night, but but what else are you going to do in Minnesota in, in February? You know? So well, let's look at uh, at Wolverine wrestling then. I, I know some seedings right now, you know, it's not official. We're still a week away from, from those uh, coming out. Is it looking like Wadena Deer Creek will wrestle on that Tuesday night or uh, will they play in that or wrestle in that in that like eight nine matchup, I guess, or or are they going to make it till Friday? Yeah, it's really a, uh, it's an interesting section this year. I'm the section coordinator, um, you know, as a wrestling coach here for for 20 years and kind of have taken on that role of organizing everything now for the section. So that's a great question that you ask. I, I looked at kind of where everything sits right now. And I think going into this season, nobody would have guessed that uh, the top seed right now is actually the Oseka Silver Streaks. And um, when when you think of Section 6A wrestling, you think uh, Berth Hewitt, Verndale, Parker's Prairie, West Central Area, Border West, Long Prairie, Gray Eagle, and Osakis has managed to beat all of those teams this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's kind of where – that's a, a surprise to me. Um, and then you look kind of two through four will be Bertha Hewitt, Ferndale, Parker's Prairie, West Central, Border West, and Long Prairie. And then at the, you know, the, the bottom end, I guess, would be uh, New York Mills, Wadena Deer Creek, Pelican Rapids, and OTC. And I think right now, if it, the way it's shaking out, I think New York Mills, Wadena, Deer Creek are in that 6-7, and probably Pelican Rapids OTC would be the 8-9, but there's still some matches to be wrestled. And uh, the one thing with section wrestling that's different than basketball or hockey or football is it's not QRF-based. It's all going to be coaches' vote. So uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see how it shakes out. And, um, you know, right now New York Mills, I've looking at them they're they're one and five in the section they they beat us but they lost to pelican uh wadena deer creek's got uh three wins in the section we've beaten pelican twice and and otter tail central um and pelican rapids of course has beaten otter tail central and mills so it's mm-hmm. just kind of a one of those round robin things that uh it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out 
So how about that wrestling team? Any highlights uh, uh, to this point of the season that are worth mentioning? Well, I think one of the best things uh, that can be said right now is, uh, you know, we're filling all of our weights. Uh, we've had some difficulties, like a lot of teams in the area of, uh, you know, filling all of our weights and uh, being competitive. And, and they've been competitive on a nightly basis. Uh, we're still pretty young, but uh, you look, we're led by probably Grant Sealhammer and Mason Brock. They're probably two of our, they are probably our two best wrestlers right now at, at 139 and, and 189. Um, James Sealhammer's had a, had a good year at 133. Um, you know, we've got, we've got some young kids that are going to be pretty good wrestlers, the Pinella boys. Um, Jaden Nelson's going to be a, a fantastic heavyweight for us. He's just a ninth grader right now. Uh, Matt Wakeshide's been a very good heavyweight for us too. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, good things there. And and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our girls. Uh, our girls wrestlers this year have just been phenomenal. And uh, they'll head up to the section tournament on the 9th and 10th up in Bemidji. And um, Corey Endress, Charlie Snyder, Chloe Hammes, uh, Ella Wakeshide, Nevea McManigal, um, Faith Koenig, they've they really, you go watch them and they're winning a lot of matches. We have uh, seven really tough, tough girls. So uh, that'll be exciting to see. I, I think uh, right now Kaylee's ranked in the top 10 in the state. Um, Charlie probably, not probably, Charlie should be. And of course, uh, Faith was in the state tournament last year. So if they're all healthy, they've, they've all got a good shot. And it's, it's been fun to see that sport grow uh, to where it is now. As not a wrestling person, uh, admittedly, does dropping that one weight class really make that big of a difference? 100,000% yes. Yeah. Um, what it's done, uh, my observation would be, is everybody's tougher. Uh, we talked about Osakis being uh, the one seed. Well, we had a chance to beat them going down to heavyweight. Um, it is just, you look at the scores of the dual meets, you're not seeing as many of the 70 to sixes and stuff like that you're back to the old days where where you had competitive duels that might be you know 42 to, to 35 I, I saw a 28 27 the other day and for a lot of years those were just kind of unheard of because it, as silly as it sounds just adding that one weight class people were able to move their lineups around so uh, some of their horses were wrestling not so much horses <laughs> right. uh, from other teams. And then it, it just everything got lopsided. And just cutting that weight out just made everybody tougher and made for better wrestling and uh, more exciting wrestling, less forfeits. It's, it's been a exceptional change. Um, has Nordic skiing been able to do anything or we got to teach him about rollerblading? Yeah. It has been an absolute circus with Nordic skiing. I mean, that's... <laughs> And it, it, nobody's fault. It's just the way the weather is. Um, right. They've gone to Mora. They've gone to Mount Itasca up by Cohasset a couple of times. So we have found snow for them, but it has been really a, a mess. Um, so the section meet is already next week, and that will be, again, up at Mount Itasca. So they're going on artificial snow everywhere. Typically, they're at Maple Log. And Maple Log always has good snow for whatever reason. It's like snow comes into Minnesota and it dumps on Maple Log and then it yeah. moves on to Wadena and we don't get <laughs> any. Right. Um, but even there this year, there's just not snow. So um, 
those kids haven't had the experience that you'd hope that they would get. Um, I don't know anything about skiing, but apparently um, cross-country skiing on artificial snow isn't really that much fun. <laughs> you know, so, um, so they've had to put up with a lot of things and hopefully we can get through this section meet and, and the kids that advance to the state meet way up north in Boabic, hopefully they've got some better snow up there. Norm, you had a really nice entry into uh, John's journal with the Minnesota State High School League and John Malay about the boys hockey team and and what they're going through this year and and what first year head coach Robbie Grendahl is is going through. And I know there's a lot to say about the program, um, but, you know, from an outsider perspective and knowing Robbie a little bit, probably no one better suited to be able to handle this situation uh, than Robbie. He's just great, isn't he? Yes, I can't say enough good things about what he and, and his assistant, Corey Sirago, have done. Uh, Robbie's just got an excellent perspective and an understanding of, of what it is that we need to do. And Wadena Hockey and Wadena Deer Creek Hockey are, are super important to Robbie. He was on the first team ever here. Uh, his dad helped get the rink built. I mean, there's just a, a lot of history there. And it was important to him that we, we uh, keep this going. And... Um, you know, the easy thing to do would have been probably to to pair up with someone and then our kids are traveling more and and that's not not good if you're, you know, it's not good for for hockey anywhere. Um, so, yeah, he, he's been dealt a, a pretty, uh, you know, a, a low hand, I guess, as far as and not taking anything away from our players because he's got great kids and great kids that work hard. Uh, but there just aren't very many of them. That's mm-hmm. that's what I mean by a low hand. And and he's done a great job of just managing that and keeping the kids positive. And they're winning some games and they're competitive. And uh, you know we've lost some some kids due to injury, which we we knew would happen. And and we're still out there taking the ice. And our kids have been great. They bought into what he's trying to do to keep them healthy. And uh, like Robbie says, they're in, they're in great shape too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, Gunnar Olson is the most recent Wolverines Player of the Week, and and uh, that guy must have faced a thousand shots this season, I bet. And and he's he's uh, stood up about as well as you could ask of somebody in that spot. And uh, this interview doubles as morning sports desk and also Wolverines Weekly. We'll hear that complete interview with Gunner and, and Wolverines weekly, which is pretty cool. It's fun to hear these answers and just in general, hear what the kids have to say about their season and, and what they like about it. I do want to move on uh, first. Uh, let's talk boys basketball. I want to end with girls basketball because uh, we've got something special lined up with that, but uh, boys basketball, we're, we're closing in. I think there's less than a hand, uh, you know, 10 games left in the regular season for boys hoops. How are they sitting with coach Thunberg? Yeah, we're, we're 12 and four right now. Uh, we just returned the favor uh, with, with Bertha Hewitt yesterday. We were down there for a one thirty game in front of their student body. Uh, we had done that last year. So a nice win down there for them yesterday, uh, 69 to 52 win over Bertha Hewitt, which is a nice park region win for us. Um, yeah, they've had a really good season, um, obviously led by guys like uh, Teshi Lohr, Peyton Church, both 1,000-point scores, of course. Uh, they're a little bit like the hockey team. They're not a, a real deep team, um, but, boy, they're they're playing well, and they play well together. So uh, they'll head to Barnesville tonight, 
and that'll be a, a really good section test. That's a, a big physical team. Um, so we'll, we'll see where we stack up. Had a tough one with Purim this week. Um, you know, dug ourselves a, a very deep hole and came all the way back to within two. Uh, but then they were able to make some shots at the end to, to pull out a win. But, uh, you know, I think I think we're going to be right there in the section. It's it's one of those years where uh, I think you can kind of draw them out of a hat. There doesn't seem to be – I think Pelican Rapids definitely would be the favorite. But I think, you know, 2 through 14, you can almost draw them out of a hat. That's going to be different every, every time. So hopefully we're playing well at the end of the year, making shots and uh, – see how that shakes out well i was looking at their their schedule a little bit too and and they're going to be challenged because i think everybody in front of them in the section they play yeah, <laughs> uh, right. down the stretch not to mention you you know you, you you add in all the conference games which are always so important but it should be a team that should be ready for section play when that time comes well, yeah we built a schedule where we're, we're playing everybody that we need to play and of course the park region is no picnic either with with uh Randy's got a great team over in Henning, and they had a great game, uh, boy, probably three weeks ago over there, right out of Christmas break, and and we'll host them next week. And right now we're nine and one in the Park Region, and of course they're undefeated in the Park Region, so uh, that should be just a, a fantastic game right here in, in Wadena. And you know I don't have my schedule right in front of me; it's either Tuesday or Thursday we play Henning, and um, so come on in and pack the gym. I I know two well coached teams, two two uh, great coaches as far as uh, just fantastic people and uh, their players act the same way. Uh, Wadena Deer Creek and Henning girls basketball, speaking of uh, great coaches and, and good reputations and a good atmosphere, uh, play actually this afternoon uh, in front of the student body. Um, you know, just an awesome, I just love this idea that the park region does. And I think just about everybody, if not everybody in the conference is doing these afternoon games which is is awesome everybody i talk to uh, about this they go oh yeah well, no that's awesome we should do that too <laughs> so that's really cool and then it should be a, i think probably a pretty nice basketball game this afternoon we're excited to have it on our air, on our airwaves you bet and i i 100 agree with you Corey. um you know last year i i make my way through the student body and, and talk to kids and it was interesting to see there were kids in ninth, 10th, 11th grade that had never been to an extracurricular event before. And, you know, one, that's a little bit sad, uh, but two, what a great opportunity we have to let them see this. And then all of a sudden kids are going, wow, that looks like fun. And, you know, we all know that that kids in extracurriculars generally do better in school and, if we can find a way to get them connected and give them that experience, I think we're all for it. And it is so awesome. Uh, the thing that just sticks out to me so much is last year when we had the gym full of kindergarten through fourth graders, uh, Bertha Hewitt would do something great and our kids were going berserk and our kids would do something great and our kids were going berserk. And it kids don't get that atmosphere where it's just, it, it was loud the whole game. Kids were cheering. It was positive. Uh, it was just, I'm getting kind of goosebumps. Just yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it was so neat, and the kids enjoyed it so much. And, uh, yeah, they wanted us to win, but they also, you know, what we always say about high school sports, applaud both teams for great effort. And, and 
the kids were just doing that naturally and and that was that was really cool looking forward to the same thing today like you said i mean hep does a great job over at henning so you know they aren't quite where they've been over the last few years but you know that they're going to bring it today and be energized by the crowd and i know our kids were probably more nervous last year than for any other game when we did the the home game or the afternoon game uh, as far as the girls playoff picture uh, thanks to nate lore who's sending me some text messages and letting me know i'm still on here uh yeah the girls playoffs um you know i think everybody's chasing Purim right now uh obviously probably one of the better teams in the state and the section uh however they've lost a couple times to barnesville so i think much like the boys playoff picture um you've definitely got probably a front runner and you've got Barnesville right there with the, with the yellow jackets and then draw everybody else out of a hat. And, you know, hopefully this year we can kind of get things going uh, like we did last year. Our girls are a very talented team. Um, they are sitting right now at 11 and eight, uh, been close with everyone and, and played well this year. Um, they've got a showdown coming up with Monaga. That'll be, um, you know, another good Park Region matchup. And Monaga, again, they're probably a team, too, that's probably right up there with uh, with Perham Barnesville as uh, they're going to be a top three type team in the section. So, um, you know, I think one of the important things, hopefully, is you get on that other side of, of Perham and, uh, you know, so you get a chance to kind of play some other teams. Is there anything else around Wadena Deer Creek that you want to make sure gets mentioned here? You know, second semester, we're just flying, right? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Um, you know, everything is going, we're going to be, we're going to be getting into uh, section music for our large group and small groups. Uh, that'll happen in March and April. And I know Lisa Winnegar and, and Mike Ortman work extremely hard on that uh, we are combined with verndale in speech and they are the whole school but a lot of what deer creek kids um, involved in in speech and unfortunately with greg kind of running that i don't know a lot about it but i do know the impact that it has on kids and um, you know i look back in in my life i was not a in speech and probably seems relatively obvious to you talking to me, but I, I think it's one of those things that um, I wish more kids would be a part of uh, because I think it is those skills that just uh, transfer to your future. And I know at the Fine Arts Banquet last spring, I was just so impressed. Our speech kids got up and talked about the program. And there was a couple kids that, that I would consider very shy and, and somewhat timid and they got up and were absolutely amazing in delivering um, delivering information about their program and promoting their program. And, uh, you know, I talked to a few of them after and just said, wow, the, the change that I see and the self-confidence. And, um, you know, that's, that's what all of this stuff is about. I think we get tied up so much into, um, you know, we got to try to win the conference or we got to try to win the section. But, you know, at the end of the day, those things are pretty fleeting when you look at your, your life in, in total. So if we can get kids out of here that, that are great people and have great skills and great memories, I, I think we're doing, doing what we need to do. And um, I just want to say, too, I, I am so thankful, impressed, happy, proud of the coaches that we have 
working with all of our kids. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's junior high all the way through varsity. I think we've been very fortunate to hire and maintain and keep great, great people. And, um, you know, I've been at Wadena Deer Creek 25 years and we've had great people for, for the entire time, but, but I really think we're in, in really a, uh, uh, a fantastic time right now. And, and the effort and the, the kindness that they show and the, the life lessons and so forth are, are, uh, it's just outstanding right now. Awesome stuff. Well, Norm, I really appreciate you taking some time and even holding on the fort there for a few minutes for me. Uh, I will let you get out of here, but I look forward to seeing you this afternoon. I'm looking forward to a fun girls basketball game in that gymnasium uh, a little bit later. Thanks so much for your help today. You bet. It'll be rocking and rolling. We'll see you in a couple hours. It was dynamic after all. We'll see you, Norm. Thank you. That is Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant uh, as a part of the uh, Morning Sports Desk. And uh, uh, he'll be that interview also part of Wolverines Weekly. Um, totally embarrassing. We lost, we lost power on the computer, but he held it down awesome, uh, awesomely. So uh, a thank you to him. Before we get going, just very quickly want to touch on a, on a couple of things uh, that we have. First of all, I had uh, boys basketball last night. Henning beat Sabika. 100 to 51 uh that henning hornets team is is really really cooking uh to put up uh, triple digits is pretty impressive against anybody sabika's not a slouch either so uh for them to be able to uh to pull that off uh, uh in uh, uh last evening was well they're they're fun to watch it's a fun boys basketball team in the area yet again and coach musicatis has those hornets cooking once again I've got a couple of other things on the uh, on the broadcast schedule. We have uh, Wadena Deer Creek versus Henning Girls Basketball uh, this afternoon. Wadena Deer Creek is eleven and eight overall. They're eight and two in Park Region Conference play. The Henning Hornets are seven and nine overall, four and six in PRC play. And when you look at the schedule, we're we're talking just over a handful of games left uh, in the regular season. For, uh, for each of these teams. Monaga, the top team in the PRC at 10-0. Wadena Deer Creek is second at 8-2. and two. And then Henning uh, in the middle of the pack there at 4-6. and six. That game is a 130 tip-off on KWAD. That's AM 920 and 101.7 FM KWAD this Friday afternoon, February 2nd. Then tonight on the fan, I'll have Mid-State Conference Boys Basketball Staples Motley will host Crosby Ironton. The Cardinals are 9-7 overall, 0-2 in mid-state conference play. Crosby Ironton comes in at 14-1 overall. They're 1-0 in mid-state conference play. When you look at the mid-state conference standings, Detroit Lakes undefeated at 3-0. It was just announced, by the way, that they uh, will be placed in the Central Lakes College or Central Lakes uh, Conference this upcoming fall. Uh, Crosby Ironton, 1-0. Park Rapids area, 2-2. Two and two. Then Staples, Motley, and Aiken, each 0-2. Now, we mentioned that about, um, about uh, uh, Detroit Lakes moving conferences. Um, uh, the Heart of Lakes and Mid-State and, and uh, Central Lakes, boy, there's just been a lot of shuffling around Park Region uh, even over the last couple of years. Probably not done with all the conference shakeups. Some other things approved by the Minnesota State High School League Board of Directors include 
Um, they're going to do a full seeding of state football teams. They're going to split the state into halves. So in each class, with the exception of the biggest schools, the 6A schools, in each class, they're going to seed one through four in the north and one through four in the south. The quarterfinals will obviously be bracketed one versus four, two versus three. In the semifinals, then, the highest seed in the north will take on the lowest seed in the south and vice versa, the highest in the south versus the lowest in the north. Those will be your semifinal games. Winners will play for the championship. I think that's an, uh, an appropriate move uh, for the uh, uh, for those state tournaments. I think that makes sense. It's really hard geographically to make state football work. This will allow that and be able to accommodate that without making travel ridiculous. So that's a nice move. State volleyball will also start um, seeding at state tournaments one through eight. In the past, remember, they, they seeded one through five and then would random draw for the six, seven, and eight seeds. I guess they wouldn't even call them six, seven, and eight. It was just a random draw on, on who was going to play those top three seeds. I really like this move a lot. It, um, um, it, it makes sense for a lot of reasons, not the least of which I think is oftentimes we've seen that those random draw teams end up having to play a team from their own conference, uh, especially here in central Minnesota. I think about state baseball a couple of years ago. New York Mills uh, was whatever seed they were. I don't remember if they were number one or number two. Uh, Bertha Hewitt-Verndale also made the state tournament, and the random draw pit, pit those two up against each other, and that just is lame. Now, if you seed them all one through eight, and that's how it works out, then it makes sense to me. But um, to random draw in, in those sort of situations, I just thought it was kind of a shame that two teams could make the state tournament. One of the fun things about making a state tournament is that you get to play somebody you've never seen before. So um, this hopefully lessens that opportunity. So state volleyball anyway is going to start seeding one through eight. Um, if they're doing it in volleyball, I would imagine we're not too far away from that happening in, in the other sports, but I'm not here to speculate on that either. Looks like girls tennis is getting an extra um, class. They're going to move to a three-class system in tennis. And I think that's it as far as high school stuff goes. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns named Western Conference All-Stars. They play against someone tonight. Who do they play? I don't know. Uh, they tip off at 7 this evening. So a lot of stuff today in the morning sports desk. Once again, thanks to Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant for hopping on with us and uh, hosting <laughs> for a few minutes in there as well. It's the Morning Sports Desk for February 7th. The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and WadenaRadio.com.